Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Friday, May the 28th, Friday after Pentecost. And today's reading is rather short, but it's uh, quite appropriate, I think, for us, uh, especially during these times, and uh, really for throughout our spiritual journey toward the Lord in our pilgrimage here on earth, and hopefully to our eternal home, which is with Almighty God in heaven. Our reading this morning comes by way of the Gospel of St. Matthew, chapter 6, verses 9 through 23. Chapter 6 of Matthew, verses 9 through 23. And uh, I'd like to begin by uh, kind of uh, going back in time, I suppose, or maybe recently, since we're just over Easter. Um, the, the notion of a treasure hunt. Uh, we've all uh, been either on treasure hunts or we have uh, provided one for our for children, for perhaps our grandchildren, our niece, nephew, uh, maybe the neighborhood. Um, there's the Easter egg hunt, and uh, we have a treasure hunt where we hide little presents or little toys around the house or little things, and the children scurry around to try to find where they're hidden. And uh, it's, a, it's a very fun and exciting activity to be on the search for a treasure. As we get older, there are people who look for treasures. Uh, they go to flea marts. Uh, they go to various places, and they look for that uh, treasure buried in the field, or they look for that treasure in the marketplace, uh, that thing that's on sale. People go to Europe looking for undervalued treasures. And uh, some people do quite well at that. Uh, we have antique dealers and all of those kinds of things. And so we look for those treasures. And our Lord this morning says uh, that there's two kinds of treasures. There's earthly treasures and there's heavenly treasures. And he says quite directly to us, he says, do not lay up for yourselves an earthly treasure. Wow. Well, what's wrong with earthly treasures? Uh, what's wrong with collecting and saving and uh, perhaps uh, trading or passing them on to those who will come after us? Jesus says that moths and rust uh, corrode, thieves break in and steal. Um, in other words, earthly treasures are just that. They're temporal. Uh, they're fleeting. Uh, they pass away, as do we, from this earthly existence. And the danger always is, of course, that we make these earthly treasures uh, an end in themselves. They validate us as persons. And... What happens is we become often very anxious, fearful, and insecure. That moth and rust corrode. Time, time has a way of eating into treasures. And so what do we do? 
Well, we go through all elaborate kinds of means in order to preserve them. Uh, we, some people get paintings. And they put them in uh, various storage places of humidity and temperature away from the sun. Um, thieves break in and steal. Look at the security industry today, especially today, when we have this nonsense about uh, defund the police. That's really worked well for us, hasn't it? Uh, not. And uh, we have our alarm systems. We have our guard dogs. We have uh, enhanced security, private patrols. Uh, we have all kind of gadgets to, quote, unquote, keep us safe and secure. And uh, yet there is that uh, kind of lingering insecurity, that kind of anxiety and uneasiness, uh, especially uh, we even uh, arm our cars with all kind of alarm systems and anti-theft devices and all of that sort of stuff. Um, and so earthly treasures are always built upon the insecurity of time. And it is that insecurity, that anxiety, which causes us much disease. That is, we're not at ease. We're not at peace. We don't have that tranquility. Um, go to the store, and you go to the grocery, and you buy basic necessities of life. And you see people with their calculators in their hands, adding everything up as it goes up and up and up. And uh, we see that. Now, that's, that's necessary. People have only so much, unlike the government. They only have so much that they can spend. And so they have to watch their pennies. Uh, and there's a, there's a caution uh, with rising inflation. And inflation is the great enemy of money, as we know. What happens? Well, we pull back. We don't have as much, as we say, discretionary funds. And so moth and rust and time and bad people, uh, they threaten our earthly treasures because they can be taken away. They can be lost. Uh, we know in the Great Depression what happened. We know in our own time, uh, in 2008, uh, the bubble that bursts, the housing market, the real estate, which is now exploding again as people are repairing and buying while they can, while quote-unquote interest rates are low. We see that all around. Um, we see that all around us, from our own personal security to looking at world security. Earthly treasures, moth and rust corrode. Thieves break in and steal. And so we can become highly anxious and, and very withdrawn, almost paralyzed in our life to some extent, if we invest ourselves in these earthly treasures as somehow our real security, our real safety, the so-called safety net. And yet we know that that safety net is very fragile and there are many holes in it. Jesus says, make it your practice and said to store up heavenly treasure, which neither moth 
nor rust corrode, nor thieves break in and steal. Why? Because those are the treasures that are given to us free, not from the government. They're given to us by the graciousness, the infinite mercy and kindness of Almighty God. They are not temporal, they're eternal. And the great gift, the greatest gift, is the gift of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We haven't earned it. We haven't paid for it. We haven't uh, bought it. It's God's free gift. And all of the graces and blessings and gifts from Almighty God that we receive every day, that we often uh, bury and disvalue, how often do we think of those heavenly treasures that come to us, not because of our merit or our goodness, but because of the unbounded love of God. Where uh, Jesus goes on and he says, remember where your treasure is, there your heart is also. Wow, that's a, that's a powerful statement, isn't it? The treasure and the heart. In the Bible, the heart is not some gushy, romantic, sentimental, uh, outflowing of our feelings and warm and fuzzies and kumbaya moments. It's not that at all. Uh, the heart is the core. It is the essence of one's being as a human being and who one is as that human being. It is the very core of our center, of our life, of who we are as a person. And where do we set our heart? Where do we set our heart? Um, where your treasure is, there is your heart. And if your heart is on the temporal, on the fleeting and passing, with the moths and the corrosion and the thieves, we will always be insecure. We will always be in a state of anxiety at some level because we know it doesn't last. No matter how many guarantees the earth gives us, guarantee this, guarantee that, we realize that those guarantees are themselves temporal. They change, they fade out, they expire, as we say. In other words, they're dead. And there is the earthly treasure of which there is no expiration date. There is no shelf life. It is offered to us by Almighty God. And the thing that's hard for us to believe is that all we have to do is open ourselves and receive. And as we receive, we share. We offer what we ourselves have been offered. We give what we ourselves have received. And when we do that, we find, through God's grace, we have what we need for the day. So it's good to think about what treasure, what treasure, where our heart is, that, that we seek. What do we look for? What, what are we always on the prowl for? Jesus says, the eye is the body's lamp. If your eyes are good, 
your body will be filled with light. If your eyes are bad, your body will be in darkness. And if your light is darkness, light and darkness, note that it kind of jolts us, doesn't it? And it's meant to. If the light, that is, if that which guides us is darkness, how deep the darkness will be. But if we walk by the light, who is Christ? We have everything we need and more. Because the Heavenly Father, who knows what we need before we ask, pours into the hem of our garment abundance beyond our ability to obtain and beyond our imagination to even conceive. To seek those uh, heavenly treasures. Now, in this age, we have to say it, although it seems obvious, Jesus is not counseling uh, irresponsible living, rash behavior, to be imprudent. It's not what Jesus is saying. What Jesus is saying is, what is our top priority? What is that which directs our life? What is that rudder that steers the ship of our life? If that's where our heart is, there's our treasure. If our eye is always on the prowl for earthly treasures, that's where our heart is. And the heart and the treasure go together. But if we truly open ourselves each day to receive from Almighty God the heavenly treasures of God's presence, God's love, God's gifts, graces, and blessings. No thief can break in and steal. No alarm system is needed. There is no need to get the guard dog and the uh, extra security. There is no need to check the shelf life. It's expiration date. It's there every single day. And God offers it to us. All we have to do is open the shopping cart that is our heart. And the Lord fills it beyond our imagination. Beyond our capacity to even think. That's the graciousness of Almighty God. And so, during these particular times, which are challenging, Jesus is asking us, really, where is your heart and what is your light? What is the treasure you seek? Is it the treasure of earthly things or is it the heavenly treasures? that you don't have to wait for pie in the sky until you die. I offer it to you right now. I give it to you every day. Every day. And the price? Just open yourself to receive. Open yourself to receive all that I have to give. What a magnificent God. What a magnificent offering that God presents to us each and every day. So let us seek the things above, 
But Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father in the Holy Spirit. And all things will be given us, both in heaven and on this earth. God bless you.